Hello, and welcome to the Lemon Tree Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Allison Sukamelli. Each week, I'll be taking the science of positive psychology, adding a little humor, and through evidence-based research, provide you with tools and strategies to help you live a life of peace and purpose. In this episode, I'll be talking about seasonal affective disorder, or SAD. But first, check out the Flourishing Co's Joy Journal, which may help you shift your outlook on your day for the better with short journal prompts to help you set clear goals for a sense of daily pride and accomplishment. This journal is a great gift for those who want to focus on personal growth or a little something for yourself. And you can find it while supplies last in the shop at theflourishingco.com. And the author of The Flourishing Co's Joy Journal, Angela Reiner, was my guest on episode number 30 if you would like to hear directly from her about the inspiration behind The Flourishing Co's Joy Journal. So take a listen if you missed it. And teachers, looking for free resources and lesson plans? Check out The Lemon Tree by AKS on TPT, formerly known as Teachers Pay Teachers. I'm constantly adding new resources and lessons each week, several of which I mention on the podcast. And some of the free resources include the morning routine template, mindfulness exercises, and three positive things to be used in the classroom or at home. So again, check it out on TeachersPayTeachers.com. My shop name is The Lemon Tree by AKS. And you can also find the link in the show notes. And finally, if you'd like some daily inspiration, you can follow me on Instagram at The Lemon Tree Coaching. I post quotes and make book recommendations from time to time, so take a look and see if it's for you. Okay, let's get into this week's episode. Welcome back to TLT. We are now fully immersed in the holiday season, and most people will call periods of this time a break, but is it really? For a lot of people, this time of year, while happy and exciting, can also be filled with additional stressors and responsibilities on top of the usual daily stressors and responsibilities. Some even experience what we call seasonal affective disorder, or SAD, S-A-D. According to Johns Hopkins Medicine, seasonal affective disorder is a type of depression that happens during a certain season of the year and occurs most often during the fall and winter. There is no clear cause of SAD, however, less sunlight and shorter days are thought to be linked to a chemical change in the brain and may be part of the cause of seasonal affective disorder or SAD. And SAD may be diagnosed after a careful mental health exam and medical history done by a psychiatrist or other mental health professional. But what are some symptoms of SAD? First of all, there are two types of SAD that people experience. First and most common of the two is what is called winter depression or the fall onset, in which symptoms of depression begin in the late fall to early winter, so right around this time after Thanksgiving or even before, and tends to ease up during the summer months. The second type is called summer depression or spring onset, which is far less common, but symptoms tend to begin in late spring to early summer. And according to the Mayo Clinic, people tend to follow the fall onset or the spring onset pattern, and symptoms usually begin and end at approximately the same times each year. They specifically outline the symptoms of fall and winter SAD to include, but not limited to, the following oversleeping, appetite changes, especially a craving for foods high in carbohydrates, weight gain, tiredness or low energy, 
And symptoms specific to the spring onset or summer depression tend to include but are not limited to trouble sleeping or what we would call insomnia, poor appetite, weight loss, agitation or anxiety, and increased irritability. Please note, especially during this time of year, we may naturally feel down or gain weight due to the general more readily available holiday foods that tend to flood the home and workplaces this time of year. So no need to panic if you are experiencing a couple of these symptoms. It is impossible to go through life without experiencing anxiety or getting irritated by something. But if you are feeling these symptoms for several days at a time and it's affecting your motivation, sleep, going to work, or your normal daily activities, you should see your healthcare provider for a proper mental health exam. Please do not self-diagnose or have a friend do so. It's really time to see a healthcare professional if your sleep patterns or eating habits have drastically changed or if you are using alcohol or drugs to handle your issues, find a place of comfort or to relax. And if you are having suicidal thoughts, please immediately stop this podcast and dial 988 for the Suicide and Crisis Hotline for 24-7 help or visit 988lifeline.org. Again, dial 988 or visit 988lifeline.org. I will add a link to the show notes. And while the specific cause of seasonal affective disorder is still unknown, some factors may be due to some of the following things. Your circadian rhythm or biological clock may be out of whack due to reduced sunlight during the fall and winter months, causing a disruption to your body's internal clock that leads to feelings of depression. Another factor may be a drop in serotonin levels. And according to Cleveland Clinical, Serotonin is a chemical that carries messages between nerve cells in the brain and throughout your body, and serotonin plays a key role in such body functions as mood, sleep, digestion, nausea, wound healing, bone health, blood clotting, and sexual desire. And serotonin levels that are too low or too high can cause physical and psychological health problems. So when there is reduced sunlight during the fall and winter months, which can be more extreme in certain parts of the world than others, this can cause a drop in serotonin that may trigger depression. Another thing that can be disrupted during the fall and winter months especially are melatonin levels, which play a role in sleep patterns and mood. But remember, it is normal to feel blue or sad during this time of year for a number of reasons. Maybe money is tight or it's your first holiday season without a loved one. It's normal to properly grieve these things during this time of year. But if you are experiencing the same depressive patterns year after year, it may be time to involve a mental health professional to help you cope, identify problem areas, help you create a plan for changing some of your patterns, and reconnect your body and mind, which is so important. It is also important to understand that psychologists are specifically trained to do these things and offer you the right kind of support to help you live your best life. It may take some time, but the other side of merely surviving your daily challenges or merely coping is so much brighter than staying stuck in an unwanted and undesirable pattern. And when it comes to seasonal affective disorder, the American Psychological Association offers up the following tips to help you manage SAD this season. 
One, take in as much daylight as possible. As I've previously mentioned, the lack of sunlight is part of what causes SAD, so soaking up as much exposure to sunshine as you can may lessen symptoms. And the APA recommends sitting by a window or going for a walk during daylight hours. You may consider even taking up a winter sport like skiing or snowshoeing to get you outside and keep you moving. Two, eat healthy. It's easy to turn to comfort foods during the winter months, especially when we can easily hide unwanted weight gain under bulky and cozy clothes. However, the APA notes that comfort foods don't have to be loaded with extra calories and lots of sugar and fat. They recommend getting creative and look for hearty, low-calorie recipes that are easy to prepare. I often use Pinterest to find unique and healthy recipes, which often at times are just as delicious as some of the fattier versions, but honestly, I wouldn't even know the difference if someone else had made the entree. And the APA also recommends, instead of eating cake and cookies, try making a dessert from seasonal fruits like apples and pears. I know this probably doesn't sound as exciting as fudge and holiday cookies, and having some of these things won't kill you, but it's when we rip the seal off and dive full-fledged into the deep end without limits, that's when we get ourselves in trouble. But that pattern or behavior becomes more about our relationship to food, and I'm not a dietitian or expert in this area, but when I spoke with Leslie Urbis, who is a clinical dietitian and a fitness and nutrition instructor, she really changed how I think about food, especially when it comes to emotional eating. And the Leslie Urbis episode was number 27 of this podcast, the Lemon Tree Coaching Podcast, if you would like to hear from a professional in the field of fitness and nutrition. She covers the topics of emotional eating, the secret energy of food, shame and guilt around food, being 100% in your yes, and diabetes. It's good stuff, and I've posted a few of her quotes, which you've probably seen if you follow me on Instagram at The Lemon Tree Coaching. Leslie is a good one to follow as well. And then number three, another tip from the APA for managing seasonal affective disorder is to spend time with your friends and family. They say spending time with friends and family is a great way to lift your spirits and avoid social isolation. Snuggle with your kids or pets, visit with your friends while drinking a hot cup of tea, or play board games with your family. It's also important to talk to your loved ones about how the season is affecting you and take the time to educate them about SAD so they can better understand your situation. And if you have trouble doing this or they are not receptive to what you are telling them, speak with a mental health professional for next steps so you are just not isolating to cope. Another tip from the APA is to stay active. Don't stay cooped up in your house all winter. Get out and enjoy your community this season. You can volunteer, join a local club, go for a walk, or go ice skating with your loved ones to start. They also recommend if you know you experience SAD year after year, be proactive about planning out a schedule in advance of winter to keep active and engaged with others. And research shows exercise and scheduling pleasant activities can be effective ways to lessen the impact of SAD. And tip number five, seek professional help. If you continue to struggle with feelings of depression, you may want to seek help from a mental health professional such as a psychologist. 
A psychologist can help determine if you have seasonal affective disorder and how best to treat it. And research shows that psychotherapy, such as cognitive behavioral therapy, is an effective treatment for SAD and may have more long-term benefits than light therapy, daily use of an artificial bright lamp, or antidepressant medication. And for more detailed information, read the article, which you can easily find online, called Seasonal Affective Disorder, More Than the Winter Blues by the American Psychological Association. And as you are listening to these tips to better cope with SAD, it's important to note that you do not have to do all of them in order to reap the benefits. Pick one or two and do those. You can always add more later. Of course, the more the better, but if multiple coping strategies is too much to start, that's okay. The important part is that you start. You start addressing the symptoms in positive ways rather than drinking your way through the season, engaging in emotional eating, and justifying it as just being the holidays. If there is a pattern of poor behavior that needs to be addressed, then address it. You will feel better. While some of the symptoms of SAD are beyond our control, a mental health professional can help us get moving in the right direction. The good news is that we don't have to stay stuck in depression this time of year, especially if we recognize the seasonal patterns. And according to International Wellness Guide Jasmine Harsano, a meditation tip during the colder seasons is to get some sunlight on your face first thing in the morning if you can. She says, draw upon the sun's power to awaken you inside out. Visualize the sun's image lifting your spirit, soothing your heart, and liberating any stagnant energy held in your body. Take a moment to feel the vital life force, the sun's energy radiating through your body from the tips of your toes to the crown of your head and entering your space and surroundings, bright yellow sun. Take three deep breaths, soft breaths, inhale for six counts, hold the breath for four counts, and feel the power of the bright sun within you, and exhale for eight counts. So for more about Jasmine Harsano, visit emeraldandtiger.com. And to recap some of the coping strategies for SAD, take in as much as sunlight as possible. I would recommend this year-round myself. Eat healthy. Again, Leslie Urbis has some great tips in episode number 27, some of which were life-changing for me. Spend time with your family and friends. Stay active and, if need be, seek professional help from a mental health professional or dial 988 for the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. There is no shame in seeking professional help or reaching out to a friend if you need assistance in getting professional help. I proudly go to therapy every week myself and look forward to it. I think it's important to get another perspective about my life from someone who is a professional and not a friend or family member who is living life with you or existing in your circle and carrying biases of their own into the support or advice depending on the situation. Of course, they may not even be aware of their own biases and honestly mean well, but a trained professional can really shed some light on patterns and behaviors that we may not even be aware of. If I have a trouble spot, I always hope to God that it's me doing whatever the thing is that is making things not work because I have the power to change it if I want to and it's not left to someone else. I can choose to change, remedy the situation, or address whatever the issue is. To me, 
that's good stuff. Growing, evolving, and learning from past mistakes and behaviors. Okay, so there you have it for this week. Recommended readings related to this episode include What is Seasonal Affective Disorder by the Anxiety and Depression Association of America, How to Overcome Seasonal Affective Disorder at Home with These Simple Steps by Lucy Notarantonio, Seasonal Affective Disorder by Johns Hopkins Medicine, Seasonal Affective Disorder, Symptoms and Causes by the Mayo Clinic, Seasonal Affective Disorder Fact Sheet by the National Institute of Mental Health, and Self-Reiki, Tune Into Your Life Force to Achieve Harmony and Balance, A Little Book of Self-Care by Jasmine Harsano, and that's spelled H-A-R-S-O-N-O. And if you like my show, please follow or subscribe wherever you're listening so you don't miss an episode. And don't forget to leave a rating and a review. Much gratitude if you take a moment to do so. If you are interested and would like to receive daily inspiration via social media, you can join the Lemon Tree Coaching community on Instagram at the Lemon Tree Coaching. I post meaningful quotes from my weekly readings and recommend books from time to time. So check it out and see if it's for you. And teachers, you may want to check out my TPT store called The Lemon Tree by AKS. There are some free lessons you can download or explore the shop for more. Again, my shop is The Lemon Tree by AKS on TeachersPayTeachers.com. And thank you for listening. This is Dr. Allison Sukumeli saying it's been a pleasure sharing this space with you. And until next time, have fun, be safe.